guys, this is Red J. Um, you're listening to M of One Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Somariva, S-O-M-M-A-R-I-V-A. And buy that art book. Go for it. Welcome to this Sandbox episode of the Master of One Podcast, part two for this week. This week, we conclude our month featuring women in the industry by talking with artist and illustrator Nan Lawson with special guest host, Melissa B. Pear Bartley. I'm Andrew, your master of art and design. I'm Melissa, your master of cosplay. And I'm Luke, your master of toys and games. So feel free to get in touch with your feminine side because it's time to get this thing started. I don't know if I like that. Typically, when we do our sandbox episodes, we just jump right into the interview. But this episode is going to be a little bit different because we are right at the cusp of a very, very special time of year. Um, It is almost October, which for you illustrators out there, you know, is a special time. And so because of that, we have brought on a special guest. This is a person who um, is is not new to the show, a big fan of the show, and we are a big fan of hers. And she is taking over for us on a little thing that we call Inktober. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome Melissa B. Pear Bartlett to the show. Oh, thank you. We are so happy. So, okay. So before we jump in, though, we should say Patrick's not here. Yeah. <laughs> His absence should not go without without being explained. Um, he was in a bit of a fender bender, and he's totally fine, but uh, it happened not too long ago, and so he just was not He can down neither, to... neither confirm nor deny that he hit a person. I'm just saying. That, yeah, he doesn't know. Um, so that's less great, but either way, um, he's not joining us. So Melissa, um, she's, she's going to stick with us tonight and, uh, it's going to be a great, great time. So Melissa, why don't you tell everybody before we jump into the whole Inktober stuff, who you are and what you do? So, well, I'm Melissa. I love to paint and draw. Uh, I work as a graphic designer in my day job, but really I'm just, was like waiting for the day when I can just sit and paint all day. Nice. Yeah, you got to just working to live the dream, huh? But you said, oh yeah, you said in the intro that you are a master of something else. So let's talk about that. You said master of cosplay. Uh, yes. So I love cosplay. This past, oh gosh, earlier, what was it? September second, I was at Salt Lake City Comic Con. Okay. So Utah, what? Yeah. Yeah, so I went there for my best friend's wedding and her bachelorette party. You can rent that movie. I think you can see it on Netflix. You don't even have to go to a different state to watch it. That's true. Um, I have heard that as a rumor. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, so we went there, and because I love to cosplay, uh, she decided that she was going to be Bride Rapunzel, and I sewed that for like a month. And cool. worked on a costume for myself. Uh, yeah. That's what was awesome. your costume? I was a femme version of Milo from Atlantis Lost Empire. I have zero uh. ideas what that is, but uh, it sounds like since it's Luke's son's namesake, uh, <laughs> that that is great. <laughs> so, actually, if you pull in a sec, there's like something that's two feet for me. That might help jar some, uh, some memories. So... Obviously, no one yeah. in the audio oh, can yeah. see this. Oh, but I saw that. Is on that your from Instagram. like the Disney movie Atlantis? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I okay, I'm tracking now. Did that? Put together the well, Shepherd's awesome. Journal. Yeah. So. All right, so before uh, before we bring Nan into this conversation here in a minute, um, mm-hmm. tell everybody what you're doing here. Um, you're, you're talking and you're representing Inktober. So tell everybody a little bit what Inktober is. Okay, so if you have not heard of Inktober before, it is 31 drawings in 31 days. Every single day you create an ink drawing. And it just has to be ink. It honestly doesn't matter what type. You could use brush. You could use like a fine liner or a nib pen. I have 
I have several tools with me that squid ink? you could totally use. Hmm? Can you use squid ink? <laughs> you can use squid ink, actually. Yes. Uh, so I want to see someone pick up the challenge of squid ink for at least one of the days of Inktober. <laughs> so but I need I actually, to see a process video. <laughs> I actually purchased the Inktober collection from Art Snacks. Okay. And it came with a print from the founder of Inktober, Mr. Jake Parker, who's Friend been on this show? show before. Yeah. And is the reason that I listened to this show. Mm. Thanks, Jake. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so we have so, Jake to thank for that. All right. This was the... Hey, look at that. Yeah. That's an octopus. So there's your squid ink. Yeah, so there's your squid ink. Um, and, so, uh, you, so you purchased... Yeah, so Jake partnered with... Um, with art snacks to put out the Inktober kit. What what comes in the Inktober collection? No. Um, besides a print from Mr. Jake Parker, you mm-hmm. also get access to his class, How to Ink, on svslearn.com. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Which has been really fun. I'm just going to start pulling out all the all the goodies. Nice. Um, so there was a pencil pocket brush pen, which is a staple in the Jake Parker toolkit. Okay. Uh Ironically, a... though, it's not a stapler. It's an exactly. It's, <laughs> so it's just, not. Don't, just be clear. <laughs> you, you could draw a stapler with it. That's true. You, you could. In uh, the custom sketchbook, really, the special thing about this is it says Inktober on the corner. That's um, nice. Is it? Is but it's it got really smooth blank. paper. Okay. So that's yeah. a nice looking sketchbook. Yeah, it's from Denik. And it was a custom sketchbook made specifically for this box. Great. I feel like I'm really plugging art snacks here, but that That's works, okay. right? You're plugging Inktober in this. In Inktober, I mean, this is their. This, this is, is their who they've chosen to partner with, right? So. Yeah. So uh, it also came with Airheads because if you've never heard of art snacks, they like to include a snack with. Your, uh, with your box. Oh, um, oh that's fancy. Mm-hmm. So there was a Copic Multiliner SP. The only special thing about this pen is that you can refill it and change the nibs. Otherwise, it's a technical pen. Okay. It's just, okay. Yeah. All right. There was also a, a sable brush, um, a nib holder. I'm holding the wrong one. So I actually already have one of the nib holders, but uh-huh. okay. the difference is the um, the nib that they came with was a Saji or Sahi nib. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. They're Japanese so is that, nibs. Is that for like calligraphy? Like, mm-hmm. can you use it for calligraphy? Okay. All right. Yeah. I would so, just call that a calligraphy pen, which is why I don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a nice flexible nib. So That's you get a awesome. little bit of line variation. Um, and then, you guys are going down for a minute. Uh, there was also a bottle of Sumi ink. Okay. Oh, cool. So, is that just like true black, like re- like rich, dark black? Yep. Awesome. So, just black ink. So, so tell um, people what, what you do with, you said it's 31 drawings for th- over 31 days, but you've participated mm-hmm. in this before. Have you made it through all 31 days? I have not. This is going to be a really interesting challenge since uh, I get to hang out on the Slack channel and try and encourage everybody to complete the challenge. I'm going to actually see if I can complete the entire challenge myself at the same time. I believe in you. That's exactly right. So you are uh, the official master of one podcast Slack channel evangelist for, um, for the Inktober. So you're going to be the one getting on there and cheerleading and saying, Hey everybody post your drawings and and you're going to be the one, right? So I am. You're heading the charge. Seriously, you guys, Everybody who's listening to this, you should totally jump onto the Slack channel if you have not already done so, and join us and draw and 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, join it. And so the way that you can do that is just go to mofonepodcast.com/slash/slack, and you get your invitation right there, and you can join Melissa and about a hundred other artists on the slack channel and and dialogue throughout the day post work that you're doing and uh join us for inktober because we're gonna have a great time melissa is gonna make sure that we're having a great time and you can pop in there and see all of her drawings as well right because you're gonna be posting those oh yeah yeah so it's gonna be still want to see them and you don't want to join us you can go to my instagram page but seriously join us in the slack because it's a blast 
it's going to be a good time. So, all right. So, um, join us for Inktober. Going to be awesome. Up next, we're talking with Nan Lawson. So as we finish up our Sandbox interview month with women in the industry, we are ecstatic to talk with somebody whose work we have followed for a long time. We've actually talked about it on the show a couple of times as it pertains to some of the gallery shows that we've talked about. Um, but we are talking to somebody who's, whose style is so unique that you know it at a glance and you love it in a heartbeat. We are talking to none other than regular gallery contributor, artist, and illustrator Nan Lawson. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Nan. Welcome to the show, Nan. Thank you for having me. So, um, so just so ever, we just want to make sure that we're being transparent with everybody. Nan is the best person that we've ever met because <laughs> she, as of maybe five hours ago, had not been booked for the show. We had uh, a couple of very um, uh, unfortunate scheduling things that happened right at the end where, where things just didn't work out and she stepped up to the plate we asked her and she said yes and she is here and we are so thrilled that she is because her work is fantastic so Nan why don't you tell everybody who you are and uh, what you do just like the Wikipedia page about yourself okay um, I'm an artist and illustrator um, freelance uh, I contribute regularly to several galleries that do a lot of pop culture related art. Um, and I also have freelance clients. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, self-taught. I did not go to school for uh, art and illustration. Really? Yes. Okay. So maybe tell us a little bit about that, that piece of your story, because, um, you have a very specific and unique look, uh, mm -hmm. about your, your artwork and it seems to be working well for you. So tell us how you kind of developed that, especially if you didn't have any formal training. Um, sure. I I think my style is just always developing. It's always changing and evolving. Um, and I think it's just mostly from wanting to try something new, wanting to see how far I can push myself in different directions. Um, so for me, the, I don't I don't know. I didn't. The, the formal training, maybe that helped not having any training so I could sort of just go crazy and do whatever I imagined. Sure. So what, yeah, what, what got you into art in general? Just have you always been drawing growing up? Oh, yeah. Always been drawing ever since I was a kid. Uh -huh. um, I, I think I took a couple art classes and like uh, maybe one in high school and one in college. Like, yeah. Uh, like the you know, life drawing sort of stuff. Right. But, um, yeah, it was always just like a hobby <laughs> for the most part until about, I don't know, eight years ago. I'm really curious to know what mediums you're using because um, your work is beautiful. Oh, thank you. Um, it's all digital. Um, yeah, I, I started out doing more like watercolor and ink drawings, but uh, I got hooked on the digital stuff probably around seven years ago. What tools are you using? Are you, have you shifted to using like an iPad Pro or anything yet? Um, I have a Cintiq. Okay. Um, it's a 22 HD. Um, and I also have a Microsoft Surface. Oh, cool. Um, okay. Which I use. It's more for, you know, traveling or... right. right. Just being on the go. Um, I prefer my Cintiq. It's just bigger. It's easier. <laughs> Absolutely. So you're – okay. So – um, we've talked a little bit about your style. Let's try to explain it a little bit because for people who haven't seen your work and maybe they're driving in the car right now. So many mm -hmm. people um, listen on their drive to work and things like that. Um, I, I'd like to, to describe it, but I would I want to hear you describe it instead because if I try to. <laughs> oh, really? Then... I, I want to hear what you, how you describe it. All right. Well, I'm going to – I'll try. I'll do my best, and then I want you to tell me all the ways that I'm wrong. All right? Okay. So, it your style is is like a hyper um like a, a hyper realistic cartoon mm -hmm. so um it you take real features of the characters or the actors or the um the people that you're trying to portray in your portraits and, and your figures and things but then you exaggerate elements of them um to not be realistic mm -hmm. um and then your color palettes are very 
um, I don't want to say they're not sepia toned, but they're they're like they're they're desaturated a little bit, um, sure. but then you still use bold color. <laughs> See, like I said, yeah. I, I knew it was going to be terrible. So maybe no, you just describe- that sounds pretty good. I, yeah, I mean, especially lately, my colors have been very. There's like definitely like they're bold, but uh, yeah, the satur- desaturated vibe is definitely something I'm going for. So yeah, you got that right. <laughs> okay, sweet. Hey, you know what? Every once in a while, you know, a, a dog can, can get a bone. So what's the um, what's the the reason behind that? What is it that are you trying to um? What are you trying to, to, to tell the story of? Because it looks like if you go to your website, mm-hmm. there's a theme that kind of carries all the way through regardless of what property you're working on. Mm-hmm. So what's what's up with that? With the colors or just – Well, just in general. Just in the general. general look. Like what what is it that draws you to that? What is it that you're trying to um, – because it seems like you've honed in on what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can go to some artist websites like mine and you see just an eclectic array of all sorts of things where they're trying to figure out what they do. Yours mm-hmm. is not like that. Yours is very, um, cohesive. So, oh, so really, so why- <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. Um, um, I feel like my style has always been changing. I think my website probably doesn't show how much it's changed in the past maybe two or three years even. Um, But yeah, lately, I think I've been really enjoying doing this more sort of cartoony uh, style with, you know, these interesting color schemes. And um, I don't know, I I don't know if there's any specific story I'm trying to tell with it. It's just this, this tone that I've been really into lately, where it's just, it's a little more moody, Um, I guess, because I've been seeing a lot more in art today, there's a lot of like neon sort of bright poppy colors, which are great and beautiful. But I just was like, I kind of want to go a different way and see what I can do with that. Sure. The artist moment yeah. of I just I want to see something different. Yeah, yeah. See what 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 else is there besides like pink and teal? Right. Yeah, that's a that yeah, there are a couple of other colors besides those two. <laughs> well, yeah, I've just been seeing a lot of that lately. So, you so do you have any Go ahead. Sorry. Um I was wondering if you had any um any particular shows that were going on in different galleries or if you're kind of just um, back or what's going on? I have I'm doing a lot of group shows. Um I had a solo show earlier this year. Uh, that was really fun at gallery 1988. Um, yeah, that's a great, your, your Groot and rocket piece. Oh, that one I was, loved it. um, I am eight bit. And that was like, um, oh, okay. it, was, it wasn't a, technically a solo show. Cause there were like two other artists, but it was like a semi solo thing. Um, well, I loved that piece regardless. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I love you could have done too. it in a sea of a thousand other artists and I still would have loved it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I see under that same gallery, there was, or in that same, I don't know, art showcase on your website, but there's also mm. a Doc Brown and a, a Marty mm-hmm. McFly. Yeah, I did like dynamic duos. So I, yeah, it was like all pairs. And then it's funny because the other solo show I did, which the style is very different, um, it was more portrait work. And that was couples, like romantic couples. So I guess I like drawing pairs <laughs> for some you reason you like doubling the work <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah um so speaking of that because it, there's just something that i that i've noticed about your your work um when people do portraits or when people do characters they tend to uh, i don't want to put people in a box but you see a lot of kind of um you know, busts or straight on shots or maybe portrait, you know, uh, uh, land, not landscape portrait style. Um, mm-hmm. what am I, what am I looking profile? for right here? Profile. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's really late where I'm at right now. So I'm, the fact <laughs> that my brain's functioning at all. Um, but it's, uh, but your, your work, um, you don't do that. You tend to tell a story with it, with an illustration and in a, and I, and I, I, um, I'm a little bit hesitant to say, but um, I will just for because I think it's an easy way to maybe uh, describe it in a kind of minimalistic way. 
So you don't tend to do a ton of scenery. You don't. You're not no. setting up a ton of composition where there's layers and layers and layers. You have your 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 focal point, um, mm-hmm. and then but that focal point is typically doing something that lets you know a little bit uh, of insight into that character. Sure. Yeah. That- uh, that's yeah. Totally. Like, I think part of it is to- like my weakness in drawing backgrounds, but <laughs> I I'm also I really do like just drawing simply and like having a main focus like I think maybe because of my aversion to backgrounds it it uh it it makes it easier for me to tell the story and just focus on the character and I don't know sometimes backgrounds they get too busy and I don't know (laughs) at least when I do them (laughs) um So so yeah that's that's pretty pretty spot on I think um, so your website, uh, indicates that you have worked with, um, a handful of people we've heard of before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, there's one in, in, in specific that I want to know what you did work with. Um, okay. and it's the Academy Awards. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so talk about what you did with the Academy Awards. Uh, this was a project that I actually got to work on through um, Gallery 1988 in Los Angeles. Um, they had a select number of artists on their roster that they wanted to contribute um, artwork for, oh, I can't remember what year it was, it was probably three years ago. Um, the Academy Awards were doing like these promotional posters and um, online stuff. So uh, what I did, because I guess the Oscars that year were right around Valentine's Day as I drew couples in my style and did like Valentine's Day cards. And um, yeah, they had like this little, they they were all like um, in the giveaway bags or whatever. And um, they had a little signing at the gallery and it was cool. It was was really fun just being part of with all of those uh, amazing artists. I think Ali Moss contributed and it was like, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was crazy. Um, so yeah, that I just did these like little simple portraits um, and they, yeah, it's Valentine's cards. So these are, inter- so I found, I found them through your, um, through your Tumblr. Um, mm-hmm. They're interesting because they are from everything I've seen from you. These are the, the furthest different from your style as of now. Yeah. So what was the, what was the idea behind that? Well, like I mentioned, I, my style has changed so right. much right. in like two to three years. Okay. Um, uh, I guess you could probably see the self-taughtness sort of growing through that style into what I have now. Um, so yeah, I, I still love drawing things super simply. And I think those drawings in, specific specifically are very simple um and i think they have like quotes in them yeah yep they yeah do. i'm yeah. seeing them now i'm pretty yeah. excited about these um yeah so i was doing that for a while where it was like couples that like said the you know iconic lines from the movie that they're in um and i think that's sort of how i got started with all of the pop culture art that was like my thing <laughs> gotcha um, and that's how like Gallery 1988 found me, and then it sort of snowballed from there. I want to know about what it's like to go. Uh, so how how long have you been kind of doing this professionally now? Um, I well, I opened an Etsy shop about eight years ago. Okay. And it was more of a hobby until maybe six or seven years ago. Okay. Um, and then I started to get random client work and commissions, um, enough so that I could quit my day job and do it full time. And so, okay, so I, I want to make a connection here then because I, I, I kind of assume that's the way your story went based on kind of context clues. Um, <laughs> and Melissa, who's who's joining us, is <laughs> before we started, we were we were chatting with her, and um, so. I think I would like to know for for people who are like Melissa, uh, who are right. who currently working in a day job, and, and you're doing this right, like you're doing graphic design regularly. 
I am. Uh, I actually work in an advertising department of a newspaper. So, but but ultimately, like Nan's story, you'd like to maybe be your story one day. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would like it to reflect that. That'd be really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, for people who who want to who who would like to pursue the idea of moving away from maybe the the day to day and moving more into the freelance work and, and building a client list and all that stuff, what kind of advice would you give um, to Melissa and then all of our other listeners who who uh, who fall into that category? Uh, my biggest piece of advice is really just keep making art and keep putting it out there and keep promoting it. Um, it's, it's tough out there. I mean, it's, I was working a day job for two, two to three years before I could quit, uh, and, and do it full time. Uh, yeah, that's my biggest piece of advice really. It's just keep putting stuff out there and people will see it. Okay. And then that just reference that <laughs> you that you and Nan are friend, best friends now, and that'll help, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll retweet <laughs> your stuff. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, can you can you buckle down a little bit more on just how you self promote? Oh sure, um, social media—that's the way to go. I mean, Twitter and Instagram have been really good to me. Twitter lately has been really good to me. Um, and I wonder, I don't know if it's like this sort of style shift that I've been going through the last few months, um, where I've been focusing more on more cartoony looking things. Um, and Instagram has always been solid. I have a lot of really great followers on there that have been really sweet and supportive. Um, I do Tumblr, although I don't really see, I have a lot of followers on Tumblr, but it doesn't seem to reflect that much Mm -hmm. in in from like i don't think people go buy stuff from me you don't post like something's for sale and on tumblr and all of a sudden there's a ton of yeah no yeah i i mean i have like not to be like braggadocious or whatever but i have like (laughs) thirty thousand followers or something on tumblr and i don't see that reflected at all in in my you mean, online you, you don't mean you don't get immediately don't get, thirty thousand purchases yeah or like even even they're like you know their their hearts or reblogs like i get like maybe a thousand of yeah uh, you know and that and that's just you know on a good day so for you, um, and I, I want to know kind of a, a story about what's been like the craziest. Um, and, and for me, I, I keep getting stuck in this idea that like you, you just have no like formal training in this and you just kind of picked mm-hmm. it up, started started a, an Etsy page. And a mm-hmm. year later, um, mm-hmm. we're, we're picking up like legit client work and yeah. we're able to move into this life now that that is – that, that gets you working with some really, you know, high-end clients. Um, tell me about what, like, one of your client situations or one of your clients, you know, maybe you don't even have to say the name, but um, okay. one of the situations that you got in uh, where you got hired to do work and you're like, I can't believe I get to do this with this client and, and you were just geeking out. Uh, well, uh, I'd say the first big gig I had, um, I think this was after I quit, because... Mostly, I think I was just getting a lot of commissions. I was doing a lot of, like, couples portraits, so it was, like, people hiring me to do portraits for their weddings and stuff. Um, And I got featured on this, like, wedding blog and just got flooded with requests. Um, So much so that I was like, I could do this full time. Mm -hmm. So I – and I was at a job that – I was, like, at a temp at a job. It wasn't a, like a good job. Like it wasn't something I was excited. Like there was no benefit for me to stay. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to do this. Um, and I don't, I'm not saying people should do that. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, I just, for me, it just made sense. Um, <clears throat> and then, so like the first big client for me was, um, a greeting card company, like a really big one. And they had me do, a bunch of different illustrations for greeting cards. I think you can still find a couple of them out in the wild in, cool. at like Target and stuff. So that for me was like a big moment. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So I was wondering, as a fellow woman, uh, do you notice any like pitfalls or hurdles or anything that maybe is harder being a woman or maybe that you have an easier time being a woman? Uh, I wouldn't say I have an easier time. I don't think that's, I I don't think I have any, I feel any pitfalls, but I definitely feel like in this sort of field of like pop culture art, it is definitely a male dominated field. Um, And I don't, and I don't, it it could just be my style. It, It definitely has like a feminine twist to it that I think a lot of, poster artwork and you know a lot of the the usual people you see around these things it's much more hard and graphic and, sure. yeah um so i i like I, I don't like i haven't gotten any poster work which is like fine i mean i do minimalist stuff anyway so it's mm-hmm. you know whatever but um it's definitely like a boys club a little bit i see i i've seen a lot of women do really well though that have some great posters out there too so i shouldn't say that it's not you know completely <laughs> hard out there for a girl <laughs> well that's, that's still encouraging you know yeah. to know that there are others um i did notice <laughs> that you have some book covers but it said one of the captions was practicing book cover design mm-hmm. so yeah. i was wondering if you had actually created book covers for a client um, I, or if these were just kind of I hey have, i want to do um, a thing <laughs> I have done a couple that never, you know, got very far. Like I've worked with a couple of publishers on some covers that never actually saw the light of day. Um, Isn't that the most fun? Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> just... <laughs> I mean, at least you get paid, but like, it's still like a lot of work for, and then you can't even share it. Yeah. Um, and it's always like, cause book covers, I mean, that's like really exciting and you want mm-hmm. to, yeah. you know, like, you want to have that in your portfolio, but, um, yeah. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah. I Maybe s- someday, someday it'll happen. <laughs> There'll be one that actually makes it through. Well, the episode artwork for this episode. So if, if you're listening to this and it just is propagating into your, you know, your iTunes feed or whatever, go to the website you can or go to our Instagram and you'll see the um, episode artwork. And that is featuring one of your book covers. Um, oh, cool. It's your Mary Poppins piece. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. And oh, my gosh, I fell in love with that. And it's not even that like I love Mary Poppins, although I mean, who doesn't love Mary Poppins? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's not even that as much it's just how you laid everything out it so perfectly kind of uh depicts kind of that feeling of mary poppins to me even though it looks nothing like um you know what what maybe people expect. Yeah, it doesn't look, it's not like a it's not like a a, a lifelike portrait no. of julie andrews but it totally is mary poppins same is true with your peter pan um oh, i just Luke, I mean, I feel like no, you I love know. her Peter Pan. I, I'm in love yep. with that Peter Pan cover. It's yeah. the best. Um, Luke is a is a Peter Pan guy. So sure. let me go back to, for just one second as being a, a man um, mm-hmm. most times. Um, and you <laughs> okay. talk you talk about it being a, a male-dominated, like a boys' club kind of situation. And I'm between Melissa and I, we're going to play the part of Patrick because during this this month where we've been talking with, with women in the industry this whole mm-hmm. month, Patrick has been kind of the, the champion of um, asking the question about what it's like to be a woman in um, in the design field and in the in the, the, the TV industry and all these different people mm-hmm. that we've talked to. Um, what is it that – do you see that changing – um, in a, and if you do, is it a positive thing or is it, is it slanting more negative? Um, I, I, I hope it's changing. Like I said, I, I, I have seen a lot of women do really well with, um, these pop culture shows and, and the posters. So, uh, yeah, I think it's changing. And I think I, I'm ho- I hope that, yeah, more galleries and, and, and such sort of reach out to more women artists. I think they have. Actually, since since I started doing this, I definitely have seen a shift. That's more, so. I mean, yeah. that, that's that's fun. positive. That's a that's a yes. great thing. Yeah. And we we talk about um, you know we have this month that's featuring women in the industry, and what we ultimately want to do, we realize that we're it's three guys who typically host this thing, but um, <laughs> we 
we realize that there are tons of incredibly talented women um, like the two of you guys who who are just not always uh, presented at the forefront for, of things. And it's it's a shame that we have to have a month that features them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to get to a place where we're like, you know, ultimately we are um, – like it's just part of the normal rotation. Like we don't have to be like, hey, we have a there's a woman on the show, and everyone cheers, <laughs> right. and they have little party poppers and stuff. We want to be able to, uh, to to highlight, you know, the work and everything. So um, we're gonna shift into uh, our final questions because we want to be um, cognizant of your time. We want to keep this bite sized for people who are listening to the show. Um, okay. And so we're gonna shift into our final questions. So Melissa, why don't you um, take us into our final questions? Okay, so I was wondering if there, if, uh, sorry, (laughs) I was wondering who some of your influences were, because looking at your Mary Poppins cover, to throw it back to that, I'm actually Mm -hmm. reminded a lot of the cover illustrations that I've seen on the Mrs. Piggly Wiggly books. Those things are like, super ancient, but I, (laughs) I remember having them as a child. And it's just, it's something that kind of reminds me of this old style illustration um i can't even put a date on it because i'm terrible with history but oh it's so fun mm-hmm. <laughs> let me see if i can find uh, the book that i'm talking about did you say piggly wiggly i'm pretty sure that's like a grocery store in Piggle like wiggle. the mrs piggle yeah wiggle. that it that's it mrs piggle, piggle wiggle, wiggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right we're all doing our research real quick we're gonna <laughs> yeah. pull up Mrs. Piggle Wiggle. And if you're in the car, go ahead and do this along with <laughs> yes, us. Pull over, look it up. We're all in this together. Pull over. Just... Oh, they can't look Maybe it up I while they're driving. That's not safe. <laughs> I feel like I completely named the wrong thing now because I'm looking at these and I'm like, well, that's very, very different, but... Oh, yeah. Maybe it's just well, capturing the at... essence of it. Yeah. Well, what are you... Like, what are who are some of the people who have influenced you? Um, it's hard to say. <laughs> this is horrible. Um, I, I just, I've been following a lot of great artists lately that have been really inspiring to me. Um, God, I feel like, um, Gary Johnson right now. I can't name anything. Um, I mean, Ali Moss has been a huge influence. I think his artwork's amazing. Yeah. Scott Campbell, um, definitely. Um, God, now I'm like, what women? What are the women? <laughs> um, uh, I love um, Noel Stevenson's stuff. I mean, her her blowing up on Tumblr was like huge, and I was like, I want to be like that, <laughs> even though she's like ten years younger than me or something. <laughs> well, you nailed it. You got thirty thousand followers who. Yeah, I'm sure like she has a, a hundred <laughs> times as many. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like my, I've been more, more inspired by more um, recent artwork than anything I was inspired by in the past. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that, makes, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. You're constantly... Um, you're just constantly on the, the lookout for new things. Where do you find this? This doesn't count as a question. Um, where do you find, uh, I mean, I guess it's technically a question, but it's like, we'll just say this is Patrick's like ghost question. Um, he's not dead. <laughs> so quick. Um, where do you find your artists that you follow? Um, social media, uh, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram. And it's so all, it's just-, it's just like people sharing art. A lot of I follow a lot of artists on Twitter, and they yeah. share other people's art, and I see all this amazing stuff, and then it's always inspiring. Um, yeah, that's basically social, where I find it. I think that is social media, and we hear this all the time, and we say it all the time. I think social media is working at its best when it is connecting lovers of of art and lovers of community to other people who are creating those things. Mm, I I think it's, it's, it's so fantastic to see like, um, talented people connecting with other talented people and then people who, uh, maybe are well known and are, you know, 
have have worked with people like the Academy Awards and mm-hmm. all these other you know large uh, clients and things. And then people like us who get to, to who get an opportunity to kind of come alongside you and be a part of that community, um, it levels the playing field a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I think it's perfect. Um, Luke, why don't you take uh, your final question and then uh, and then I'll wrap it up. Okay. Uh, so yeah, like so I'm looking at your uh, your portfolio here, and you do mostly like people or animals and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. you have this. Uh, this little s- section of cocktails, classic cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah. like the one, like not people kind of thing. And, yeah. uh, do you, are you going to be exploring maybe more of that stuff? That's not, not, uh, you know, animated object based. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. Um, the cocktails is really fun exercise for me. Yeah. Um, and it also is just cause I love drinks so uh it was fun to sort of play around with different textures and like drawing shiny glasses and just trying something different um i don't have any plans to do anything like that yet but i would love to at some point cool Uh, so this is a a follow-up kind of to that not to that but what is like a um a property or a uh a project that is like a dream project for you that you want to want to do at some point that you haven't done yet? Um, for me, I really want to get more into publishing. Cool. Um, I'd love to do more, like actually have book covers. I'd love to do more, you know, picture books, um, young adult sort of stuff too. Um, yeah. In comic books, I'm, I haven't really done any comics, but I'd love to, do a cover really? for someone sometime maybe and see yeah, how that goes. Awesome. Um, so yeah, that would be a dream if I got like a comic book cover, that'd be really cool. All right. Hey, we, there's several people who listen to the show who are connected to the comic book industry. So if you're listening <laughs> and you want a really fun, um, uh, and really cool looking comic book cover and slightly different, um, just hit up Nan. Her email is all over the place. Just go yeah. and connect with her and hire her because she does good work. Um, <laughs> so my final question, uh, it, it pertains to your how you decide what you do and how you decide what things you're going to work on. Um, so your subjects, like you know, we've talked about multiple times already on the show, um, pop culture themed typically and are um, – and are, you know, character focusing on a character or an actor, Mm. but they're not always the ones that you would necessarily expect. They're not always like, um, like you're not, you're not doing Captain America or Mm Spider-Man or, you know, you're doing all these, you're doing somewhat obscure, um, characters. And specifically, I want to know about the, um, over the garden wall, uh, um, I literally that, like did just did that drawing like today, or I finished it. Anyway. Nice. <laughs> so perfect. So talk to so talk to me about that because I just picked up this show. I've I've been watching it literally today, um, while I was working, and uh, I think I'm like seven episodes in or six episodes in, and then I go to your website to to research <laughs> your stuff, and it's there, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with this piece. Nice. Um, but how do you decide? you know, that, that you're going to do an over the garden wall piece and, uh, a, a barb piece from stranger <laughs> things. And, you know, like these characters who in like gravity falls, these are not your mainstream characters. Right. Um, so, so what is it about the, the subjects that you choose? Um, I just choose stuff I like, you know, like I like, I loved over the garden wall and like I was in the, it's fall now. I'm going to watch it again. It's such a autumnal, show to watch um Did you yeah. say autumnal yeah is that a word i don't know but if it isn't it should be <laughs> I, I totally know what you mean by it when you say it uh yeah, word of day. Just, yeah yeah um yeah so I, it, yeah it's just the stuff i'm into and like i i love the mainstream stuff too like i love captain america i love all that you know marvel stuff but like that stuff's been done <laughs> Um, I think that's a great way to approach it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not like, I, I have done it. Like I have pieces with, you know, superheroes and stuff too, but um, 
I yeah, I enjoy especially like animation stuff. I really love um, like the Over the Garden Wall and like um, Steven Universe and Adventure Time. I mean, and it's also like those characters just lend themselves to my style too. So yeah, and your Kubo. Oh my gosh! Kubo, oh yeah. Kudos on the Kubo because it is much good. I mean, between. <laughs> Gosh, it seems like everything that I'm kind of scrolling through with with very few exceptions are things that I'm like, oh, yeah. And I've not seen a lot of pieces for that. And yeah. uh, and you kind of land yourself in this unique uh, kind of niche area, which just happens to fit my niche area. And so I'm really excited. <laughs> nice. um, so keep keep it up. All, All right, right. So tell everybody how they can find you and they can support you and they can buy great looking things from you and anything that you have coming up. Um, uh, just nanlawson.com. It's got all the links to everything. I'm on Twitter at nanlawson, Instagram at nanlawson, Tumblr nanlawson. Um, and coming up, I, well, I, I'm in the, currently in a show in New York. Um, it's a Bob's Burgers art show. Um, and it's like an official show with Spoke Art Gallery. And that is up, um, for the next couple of weeks, um, I don't know when you guys are going to air this, but this um, literally airs. You're listening to hours. this if you're listening on it. Yeah. In, in <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It's, so it's it's still up. Um, and then coming down the pike, I have oh, um, I'm doing a Broad City Art Show in um, oh, cool. Los Angeles uh, that opens f- this Friday. Um, what is what is Broad City? A show. It's a it's a show on MTV. Oh, um, okay. I literally, it's, yeah. It's great. I mean, it's two women, two young women, um, living in New York, and it's hilarious. And I recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it because it's okay. probably one of the funniest shows on TV. It's good. That's right. good. Well, I'm um, gonna look it and up. And you're doing, you know, women artists this month. You should really check it out because, <laughs> like, these women are gonna take over the world. Um, okay. Um. And then uh, further down, I have another Gallery 1988 show, um, their annual Crazy for Cult show. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. I'll have a piece in that. And Are you, are you able to tell us what, what, uh, what property you're working on for that? Uh, yeah, I just finished the piece. It's um, inspired by The Shining. Nice. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, I got to yeah, those things are coming up. All right. You're busy. So check out yeah, you're mm-hmm. you're knocking stuff out left and right. And you yeah. you I mean you're constantly we said it at the beginning of the show, but you're constantly um popping up in gallery shows all over the place. That seems mm-hmm. to be you found the rhythm for that and that's awesome. Um so cuz it means that you're you're putting out new work and people can see it mm-hmm. and uh, as you continue to to do it and you you continue to refine and develop your style and your your stuff um I mean it's just you you found a thing that works so I would say keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, it's been working so far. So uh, yeah, just got to keep it up. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, go check out Nan's stuff. It is fantastic. I know we've kind of just been gushing over it for the last 35 minutes. And so if you're tired of hearing us gush over it, then find another show because that's what we do when we talk to artists that we love. So, um, um, But go check out her stuff and, uh, and buy something because uh, we support good art and this is good art. So thank you so much, Nan, for chatting with us. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me. Anytime. <laughs> So that's it for the interview portion. Up next, we're going to draw some tokens. Every week we draw tokens to figure out exactly the categories we're going to be talking about the next week. And so since Melissa is here, our special guest host, who, by the way, you did a fantastic job uh, with Nan. Thanks yeah, for representing women on the show um, for the very first time as a co-host. So uh, you did it. I feel you very it. special. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Since you're here, uh, you're going to draw tokens for us. So go ahead and give me a number between one and three, and you will be picking for old sad Patrick. <laughs> three. <laughs> All right. Patrick gets art and design. Um, and then pick a number between one and two, and you'll be picking for Luke. One. 
Luke, you got TV and film. That means I have toys and games. You did it. You nailed it. Um, So if you enjoyed that interview with Nan, and why wouldn't you? She's freaking awesome. Um, We have so many other interviews with so many other fantastic guests on our website. Just go to mofonepodcast.com where you can find show notes and links to the stuff we talked about in this episode. But you can also find all the other episodes where we talk to some fantastic guests. So go there. You can find the archive at mofonepodcast.com slash archive. You can join the Slack community that we talked about earlier in the episode by going to mofonepodcast.com slash Slack. And you can support us by going to patreon.com slash mofonepodcast where you can go, you can donate everywhere from a dollar to 5,000 if you want to. Um, And it will help us achieve some goals and help us put out some new content. So go support the show if you love it. Um, like we love you. And uh, so we also have social media. Did you know that, Luke? I did. I did know that. Awesome. It's M of One Podcast. Can you believe that? That makes sense. Yeah, it does, because it just goes with everything else. That's the name of it. That's good branding (laughs) right there. Yeah, uh, it's consistent. So go to uh, M of, go to any of the social media platforms. Type in M of One Podcast. You will find us there. Join the conversation. We would love to hear from you. You can also go to iTunes and Stitcher where you can subscribe to the show. Mm-hmm. And we come to you twice a week into your ears without you having to do anything on your own. It's just so simple that even uh, Luke can do it. <laughs> so, Barely, um, and then but we- yes. <laughs> And then when you do that, you can rate and review. And when you do that, it helps us a ton. So go ahead and jump on there, leave a review, uh, and let us know what you think. We have personal social media. Luke, what's yours? Luke Gall on Instagram and Twitter. And Melissa, what's yours? Pear on Instagram. So that's B-E-E. P-E-A-R. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> be pair on Instagram. And I'm at Andrew Sale with threes instead of E's on all the different platforms. Guys, this has been a fantastic, fantastic show. A huge thanks again to Nan and Melissa for joining us. But for now, we're out of here. I'm Andrew. I'm Melissa. And I'm Luke. Peace out. Go draw. Hold on to your butts. Led through the mist. By the milk light of moon All that was lost is revealed Our long bygone burdens Mere echoes of the spring But where have we come? And where shall we end? If dreams ah. can't come true The giggling's just going to get worse as it gets later. Absolutely. It's not even no that idea. late over here. Alright, here we go. Every time. <laughs> Alright. For real. <laughs> Melissa, let's be professional. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Lost in the clouded annals of history lies a place that few have seen. A mysterious place called the unknown, where long forgotten stories are revealed to those who travel through the wood.